welcome to the IGN UK podcast. Hey, I hey. throw my hands up when I uh, open podcasts. It's kind of like a weird thing that I do. Feels like a celebration, doesn't it? Like, hey, <laughs> like what? Like a st- it, when you celebrate. Maybe like it's just you, you know you're, you're opening your arms. Like you just want to give everyone a hug. Like, hey, I welcome. think so. Welcome to my world. Clutch you, Power Town. I wish I was as happy as you two. Thanks, man. <laughs> Full of joy. Uh, if you couldn't tell already, I'm Roy Powers, and I'm joined by me. Cool. And also... Uh, me, Alessia Judge. Thank you for actually saying your name. That's going to help. Uh, guys, let's get stuck right in here, okay? I'm Simon. Okay, well, a little oh, late there. finally. Bit of a delay. I don't know if that was the technology or Simon himself. Oh, I'm in a weird mood. This, um, this has been the week of trailers. It has. We have had three enormous trailers drop uh, within a couple three. days. Three trailers. Yeah. We count a Super Bowl. Week. You had blooming loads. Too many, if anything. Ooh. It was insane. We've dressed it well as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, dinosaurs. But this week specifically, we had um, we had the Solo trailer, mm-hmm. we had the trailer for Venom, and also uh, Deadpool, the second Deadpool mm-hmm. movie as well. Uh, Alicia, you just caught up on them super I quickly, did. right I in front did. of us, while me and Cardi just <laughs> chatted like Paul best Dale powers. was sat in the sound room, just like <laughs> literally at one point he was biting his nails. I thought people only bit their nails being nervous in like stereotypical badly written movies, but no, he was sat there. Yeah, he was watching. in anguish. Like, please hurry up. Yeah. Um, he was like Tom Hardy at the end of the Venom trailer he's just shaking in the booth <laughs> what's really amazing about those trailers though I noticed there was two distinct shots so you know the Deadpool 2 trailer opens and it's like the oh this is you know walking to Vince Cable and blah 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 yeah. and then there's a shot of do you call him Vince Cable? <laughs> Vince, Vince Cable the politician <laughs> 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 I would see that film oh that'd be amazing oh my god Sorry, no, not Just Vince Cable. Cable. That is a very different type of movie. But you know, and um, there's a shot of him falling into the water from below the water. Oh yeah, that, and, um, that shot is everywhere. Which is well, it's a good and, metaphor for Brexit Britain. Well, yeah. exactly. <laughs> a, a splash of cold water yeah. in all of our faces. Oh, we've woken up. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> But there's a shot of him doing that, and then obviously Deadpool comes in, and he's like, "All right, come on, come on, come on! Like this is a terrible trailer. You've not put on like the VFX, blah blah." blah. Um, and then he does his own different version, and it's supposedly the beginning of the Deadpool trailer is mocking all of those stereotypes that we yeah. see in every single trailer. Mm. You then watch the Venom's trailer <laughs> straight after, and the Venom trailer is basically the beginning parody bit of the yeah. Deadpool, tra- complete with the shots of Venom falling into the water, with the shot down below of the body coming into the water. I know you're almost expecting Deadpool to interrupt that one yeah, as well totally. and be like, "Stop it!" Like stop this it, one is the one we're just lazy but editing. Yeah, that, that Venom trailer is not good, is it? don't even see him like there's so little going on here it's like just yeah. you should have just maybe waited until you were ready to show some actual uh footage like i, I understand this whole like culture of now like teasing the teaser for the trailer oh, yeah, like, you know, yeah i don't know it's I a know. bit insane like we were just complaining cardi this new thing that uh i don't know why everyone seems to be doing it these days they put like 10 seconds of action from the trailer at Before the very the trailer, start of the yeah. trailer as if like they pe- think people's attention spans are so short that yeah. they'll click on a video and when it, it goes like in a world where it's like, I'm bored, I didn't yeah. see something blow up, yeah. I have to change it And it's it a weird now. thing, because that's something that, I mean, we definitely in our Let's Plays and stuff, when we're editing them, and we normally do like a two second tease of like a really funny part from a, a Let's Play. If we're doing like an eight minute video, yeah. we'll do like, oh, we'll take the best moment or like one of the best moments and we'll put it at the beginning and then yeah. like roll the trailer. But that's because it's an eight minute bloody video. This is like a one and a half minute teaser that's trailer. Mad. 
that. Like, that. just roll it. And also, if, if someone clicks on like a Let's Play, they might be like, oh, I wonder what this is going to yeah, be like. I don't know about. what this is. So you kind of give them a clip of that. But people clicking on the Deadpool trailer, trailer. or there to see the Deadpool trailer. Yeah. They're, like, whether it starts with a 10 second shot of a man firing a gun isn't going to change totally. that. A trailer functions as the like couple of seconds preview for the wider movie like oh, you could put the trailer at the beginning your, of a just cut your trailers better I'm getting all fired up now guys I'm getting angry about shit what else pisses you off don't, don't get me started when people take don't too long at the self checkout mm. it's like there's a barrier for the bagging area just put it in there and move on <laughs> well, oh when Sorry. people stand still on the travelators mm. you know the ones that are like, like between like on the jubilee line and you're like meant to like walk on them and make yeah. sure you walk quicker yeah. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Um, oh my god mm -mm. Or, or when you're at a crowded station right and uh, the doors are about to open and you're on the tube and the person behind you is like I'm getting off I'm getting off and you're like we're all getting off you son of a bitch just give me a second oh you've got you've Ooh. got lots I'm getting hot I'm getting hot I got hot there really fast no, you don't like things uh, do you? what I think Ooh. we should do is uh, let's come to a decision as to which one of those trailers is the best what, between Venom and Deadpool but, well I don't think <laughs> Venom is going to be a contender no. but between so Solo, Solo I so I am excited for Solo yeah I hope it's good. Do you, did you like the trailer? To, I did kind of enjoy it. Because Gav really loved it. He yeah, was I really enjoyed enjoying it. it. I'm a big fan of everyone in it. Yeah. I'm still not sure Amelia Clark can really act. Oh, come on now. I don't come think on. she's... I no, I, well, she's I think she's an actress. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's I'll, wait, I'll, I'll wait until I see her in it. I think she's good in Game of Thrones, but I haven't seen her in anything else where she's been good. I mean... But also then yeah. Terminator. Yeah, okay. I really, I really want to defend her because she seems like a yeah. lovely woman. I, I'm judging her from a 10 second trailer. At, at least but. from like what we've kind of seen from the solo trailer, it looks like she's playing some sort of royalty or higher or up. Or old friend of him, yeah. it looks like. Yeah, which yeah. like that kind of like Khaleesi, Khaleesi kind of royalty yeah. role might work quite well. Yeah. Basically like mother of X-Wings or something, you know, <laughs> like it could just slot in really well. It could um, be Chewie's mum. There you go. I, I'm shaved. I want, okay. <laughs> That's what Wookiees are if like. You, just you, normal humans that got really hairy. If you shave Chewie all the way back, he's like Liv Tyler or something. All gorgeous women underneath. That would be incredible. Um, <laughs> I, I think for me personally, uh, I really like the Deadpool one. I think it was like poking fun of the, how uh, mm. superhero movies can take themselves That's a bit seriously. Thing, isn't it? it is, yeah. I mean, it's the most Deadpool thing yeah. ever. Um, but it also kind of ironically... Did a, like in the process of making fun of that, showed uh, the villain really well yeah. and the movie really well Amazing. before it kind of took yeah. the piss out of it. Yeah. I think um, Solo is probably my favorite out of those. I did enjoy the new Jurassic World one as well. I don't. Which one was the new Jurassic World one? It's I don't the know one if I've seen it. In. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> uh, it looks. I, I'm up for that film. I, I thought that was a live one. action Land Before Time. Really? I got really excited. Oh, yeah. man. I thought Littlefoot was going to go hunting oh, for some exotic plants. It's not happening. No, damn it. Uh, a kid yeah, can I'd dream, huh? A kid can dream. I'd that probably say Solo movie. more just because I think, well, that's the film I'm most looking forward to out of all those. Mm. Yeah. So naturally, I think it's the trailer that I yeah, enjoy the most. I feel yeah, like I just, just watch all the Solo trailers now looking for dice. Like, yeah. What did you see? They're in there, yeah, right? They are, yeah, they are oh. in there. I know. I wonder, yeah, wonder why. <laughs> um, poignant moment. What was yours, Alicia? What I think my, my favorite was definitely the Deadpool trailer. I think because we're for me i'm just marvel movies in general are i'm starting to get a little bit bored of them yeah um there are there are exceptions to the rule like black panther looks absolutely incredible um but what i like about the deadpool trailer is it's really self-effacing and it kind of mocks this huge incredible machine that we've like been following mm. for the last decade and then also builds upon it so it like it rips it apart 
it drags it back down to literally just Deadpool and like two action figures and like in a cardboard box and like I'm gonna act out the movie and then at the end it's like mm. okay but actually we're gonna give you some incredible action and effects yeah so it's like I like this because it's different and I loved the first Deadpool movie for like the comedy and the I know you weren't a massive fan Cardi you're pulling no, a face I kind of thought they were taking the mick out of it superhero films but in the end they just turned into the same old story in every superhero film yeah what the, the first deadpool yeah. movie yeah no i i, yeah. I mean i don't disagree i, don't, with I don't think it was as hot a take on those sort of films as they wanted it to be yeah i mean it still I was the, the trailers, origin story i think the trailers for those films were a lot better than the actual film yeah if, if you if you were going into it wanting them to end in a completely different that's what i wanted yeah i wanted them to yeah yeah then i get why you'd be disappointed i don't know i just i really liked the fact that it the journey to get there was so different it didn't have the same yeah. narrative arc i thought like, the first half of the film was a lot better than the second half yeah. i did enjoy i didn't not like it but yeah um, not in love with them. Well, speaking of Marvel movies, we hope Ooh. are going to break the mold. Mm. I tell you, I've one seen a person in this room has seen a little thing called Black Panther. Yeah, <laughs> saw that this week and absolutely loved it. That's yeah. good. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Yeah, that. Oh, it's just a brilliant film. I don't. It's just we had so um, colorful. It's so there was there was fun. a screening. Um, I guess maybe like a week ago or so, where there's some of our uh, U.S. colleagues that mm. went to see the movie. And I'm always a little skeptical because I feel like anyone who goes to see a movie early, mm. like the hype is automatically kind of accelerated a little bit early. Mm. You're a very excitable man, uh, Cardi. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your face just screams excitement. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm always a little bit nervous. But actually, uh, I think your opinion is one that I you value. I, my I do. Opinion. I actually there do value. Your, your there we go. There's one person. Oh, uh, that's so lovely how you're currently spooning. Yeah, yeah. well, it just adds to it. Yeah. Adds to it. Oh, Are you ticklish? Uh,. We'll talk later. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is brilliant. And I'm not, I enjoy Marvel films. I'm not the world's biggest Marvel fan. I think they have gone into sort of a pattern of being the same film yeah. over yeah. and over again. I think, Very I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok yet and I really should. Oh, if you want one yeah. that, you know, does things differently. Because I imagine it's similar yeah. to Black Panther and its stylings, which I've seen. And it's just, no, Black Panther is just amazing. It's kind of this, I was lucky enough to talk to the director yesterday and I mm. talked to him about how basically... When he first talked to Disney about the project, they wanted Black Panther to be their version of James Bond. That's a and really good way of wording you it. You can really see it. Like, the, There's a part of the film where they go to another country. I won't spoil anything. Okay. And it's like just lifted from a Bond film. It's brilliant. That sounds great. That's really intriguing. Yeah. And there's like spies. It's more. It's not just, you know, here's a man with superpowers. Here's a villain trying to take yeah. over. There's yeah. more to it. There's deeper layers, which is really good. Because I guess like along those lines, we do have... Uh, Iron Man as a character who kind of is the suave one with all the gadgets yeah. along that sort of style, but not like I think Black Panther to is this degree. absolutely yeah upstaged in there. I'm, I'm a suave character. Yeah. I'm completely ready for like a spy Marvel yeah. superhero movie. That's why I like like Winter Soldier is one of my favorite of the Marvel ones because it is different. It's like a Cold War thriller. It's more mm. yeah, it is almost the spy film, and yeah, I think that's what makes Black Panther so good. That it is breaking that mold if you had to slap some numbers on it right now as in oh because you do have you're coming with us next week to go see it again uh in two weeks couple weeks we're, we're seeing it again yeah we're seeing it again that might change things uh but what's the, the second view i want to see it again though yeah it's okay. before you're that, ready to put it's rare that i see yeah super film go i need to see that again like tomorrow have there any been marvel ones that you've seen like more than i saw avengers once? twice at cinema i think 
That's a, that's a pretty good one. one. That was such a big uh, but thing But that was still well. like two months apart. It wasn't like next day I saw it. Yeah. Uh, like all the Batman ones, but they're not Marvel, you know. Yeah, all yeah, proper, yeah. All the proper Batman ones. How many times have you seen those? I saw Dark Knight Rises four times. At oh, in the cinema? Yeah. Amazing. I think it's brilliant. Oh my God. That's not a light film either. You might like... I'm it's not a, a light f- person. <laughs> a dark individual. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's why you like cinemas. When the lights go down, you're like, yes. yeah. But I would say Black Panther is up there with both Guardians films as my favourite really? Marvel films. Yeah. What was what is your your favourite is Guardians? I think Guardians Two is slightly better than oh, one. So those are fighting words. Yeah. Well, there we go. You said it to I think the one person in this office yeah. that did not enjoy both Guardians, Guardians Black Panther. Wind Soldier, they're my favourite. You should Marvel check films. out. I'm interested to see what you think of uh, Ragnarok. I'm going to watch it this weekend. So Are you going to? Do, yeah. I'm, okay, I'm cool. in the mood now for Report back. You're in Marvel mode. Sound. Yeah. It's good. It's very colourful. Yeah. Very sound. Very sound. <laughs> very sound film. <laughs> good. Uh, speaking of cool, suave people. Me uh, again. I'm, I'm doing some good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we got Cardi on the show. <laughs> I'm nailing these uh, segues here. Right? It's pretty good. Uh, Alicia, you met someone <laughs> this week. Oh my I gosh. you were talking about Alicia. You saying that she met someone this week. Who is suave? I mean, I, I did meet someone who is suave. I yeah, she did. Okay. I'm not saying she's not suave. Oh. She was suave enough to know that I was subliminally oh. suaving her. <laughs> so much oh, suave. Oh, someone's I, not suave. I met uh, a lovely, lovely man called Abu Bakar Salim, also known as Abu for short. Um, and he plays Bayek in Assassin's Creed. And Ooh. oh my goodness, what a nice man. Like, you know when you're like... because. Bayek, he's a very serious chap. Bayek, you know? he is, yeah. He's yeah. just... <laughs> you know what, like, you didn't give a light-hearted child the name Bayek. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not going to have a sunshine and rainbows life, is there's he? A, there's a wonderful line where he's like, I never sleep. And he's talking about, like, killing <laughs> someone. And he's just like, feeling. he's so just... He, all he says is like, I am Bayek of Siwa. Yeah, if you sleep. want a happy kid, you call him, like, Jim or something, you know, or Timmy. <laughs> but it's like, if you look at a little kid's face, it's like, you'll be called Bayek. Yeah. It's like, well, okay. It's probably, it could be a nice Egyptian name. I don't know. Maybe it's Egyptian for like, sunshine or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be. Yeah. Ray of sun. Um, yeah, I met him uh, because we were doing a panel at the London VFX, fab, uh, London VFX Festival with Ooh. BAFTA talking to a big group of teenagers about careers in video games. And what was really lovely about it is all these teenagers kind of come in and I'm sat there um, with, uh, with Abu, with a guy called Dan Pierce, who's a developer, and these kids don't really know like who we are. They're just finding in like, yeah, that's what about careers in video games. And we go down the line and we introduce ourselves. I and hope um, that when you guys took the stage, you know, because you're talking to teenagers, yeah. so you got to be on their level. Uh-huh. So I assume the first thing you did was uh, uh, you know, walk in, flip your chair around so you're sitting <laughs> on, like the wrong way backwards and be like, let me rap oh, with you no. kids for a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And by rap, I literally rapped that. Yeah. Let me rap with you. Oh God, I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> I'm glad you did that. (laughs) (laughs) And then you gotta like, uh, you gotta like make fun of a rival school or something, you know, to like, oh, what about that local sports team, huh? Oh, that was a good one. Well, hey, you didn't need to connect with them in any other way because basically all Abu had to do was he just went, hey, uh, my name's Abu. And like the kids are all there with like blank expressions, like, yeah, mate, whatever. And he's like, I play Bayek in Assassin's Creed and literally the room so, erupted. Because of course, like... This is that is, game in 18? 
I don't know, actually. Hmm. Oh, something's know. not right there, well, Cardi. these kids were, they were aged 15 to 18. I think mm. they were in the right age bracket. Okay. But okay. like... Okay. I assume he took the stage holding a falcon. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they still couldn't tell. He came, out, like, with ten, oh. he came out with 10 blades. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he, he lowered himself <laughs> from the rafters to get on the stage. There yeah. was some long grass on the stage. And he just suddenly <laughs> leapt from it. <laughs> Big haystack, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... And I, I found it really interesting because obviously he... If you think about his character, you know, he led, he was the face of the biggest video game, one of the biggest video games to come out from last mm. year. Yeah. And people probably spent more time with him than they did with any character they saw in a movie. You know, mm. like in yeah. terms of, you, you know, you could be playing Assassin's Creed for 40 hours and yet he can walk down the streets and be completely anonymous yeah. because of course, like he has a completely different accent. You know, he speaks like, I think he's from South London or something. So he's got this really like London accent. He doesn't yeah. sound like Bayek and he yeah. doesn't look like Bayek. So mm. it's like this amazing weird world of being a video game actor when you are the face of this massive franchise, but can, you know, no go to knows. Sainsbury's and like have your nice. stuff. And yeah, that is weird, isn't it? I always remember the one that really freaked me out was, um, did you guys play Far Cry 3? No, I didn't. Yes. Um, what was the name of the villain? Um, the, the amazing one. Vaz? Vaz? I think it was Vaz. Vaz? Um, it's essentially uh, this guy who was auditioning for the role for the villain, and he has this kind of like, this cool accent, and he's a bit, in, he's a bit insane, really unhinged. And essentially his audition was so good that they completely redesigned the character to look yes. like the actor. So uh, in that case, you literally, you're looking at the same guy from yeah. the game. That would be I think terrifying. that'd be really, because he is a very <laughs> creepy character as well. Yeah. Um, so it must be strange then when um, you like lend your voice to this whole yeah. character. And obviously like he's recording probably thousands of voice lines. Well, it's it's a really fascinating process because he gave insight basically into behind the scenes in the making of Assassin's Creed Origins. So mm. he was saying, first of all, in the audition process, um, his agent came to him and was like, hey, we've got this uh, role for you for an animated movie. Uh, it's called... Egyptologists. Uh, so if you Ooh, could, I want to see that. So of course, because it's all it's all like under wraps. Right, code So that's, they're things, like yeah. they'll say that it's an animated movie because that's close enough to like they're like oh it'll involve motion capture. Um, and so he goes, he does his like first round of auditions and stuff. Um, and he goes to the second and final round of auditions. And it's there where they say to him, oh, this is for a game called Assassin's Creed. Now, Abu is a massive video game fan. Like when he first met me, oh, he was cool. like, Alicia is so good. Alicia from IGN, oh my gosh, it's so lovely to meet you. And I was dying inside. Like, you know, you're trying to keep it cool. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's Bayek and he knows IGN and this is so exciting. Um, so like he literally, when they said to him, you're gonna play the lead role in he like must Assassin's have thought Creed. it was like a scam or something some His... sort of massive pyramid scheme <laughs> Wait. Oh. how long were you baking that one for oh uh, good two minutes <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah he said when they offered him the role this is this is exactly what he did on stage he was like so they offered me the role and i went ah! and he does this really high-pitched scream was like sounds like a pterodactyl for the eagle yeah. <laughs> 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 And um, yeah, so he was like this massive fan. And um, when he got brought on, the actual character of Bayek was still kind of, the, the cement wasn't dry on it. So right. the way that a lot of video game production works is that um, actually kind of like the story is one of the last things that they create. Because think about it, like a world like... Um, ancient Egypt and the detail with which they got yeah, into creating it. Ages. Like that takes years and years and years. So they actually, they start with the world first and like, okay, let's just do it like a yeah. recreation and we'll like drop the story onto it later. So when he was, when he came on to the game, 
all that he knew about his character was he's called Bayek, he lives in ancient Egypt, and yeah. he's an assassin. They didn't even know that he had a wife. They didn't even know that he was basically like an old town ancient Egyptian yeah. sheriff. Like no aspect of his character wow. had been kind of created. So he was like, as an actor, it was fascinating compared to like, you know, working in a film where you're brought on and very yeah. much the character's kind of set in stone. You have your scripts and like, you can be creative with it and mm -hmm. you, you know, you bring your own spin. But like, he was like, I actually helped create Bayek and like- That's awesome. Really, like what an amazing experience as an actor. Yeah. So he's now like, um, cause he actually got into like the final round of auditions to, uh, in Star Wars to oh. play John Boyega's character. It was between oh. him and John Boyega. No Which way. was amazing. And he said he was gutted when he like he lost would, out. He yeah. yeah. Um, but he was like, if, if, <laughs> if, but if he'd have uh, I was taken. Third, <laughs> were you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Little known fact about Cardi. Yep. <laughs> I was but in for Ray. They, they wanted to remodel the character about me, but I said, guys, don't do it. Stick to your guns. I'll drop out. <laughs> You go on, go on without me, lads. Yeah, go on. Go on. But imagine the world could have been a really different place. It could have been. What if Cardi was in Star Wars? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'd watch. <laughs> I would actually watch that movie. Who would you? Who would you act. play? You could be a Poe. Yeah, I could be Poe. Why not? I think Luke. Ooh. Luke. You come back as um, Yoda in like yeah. form. I could do it yeah. all. Me, I'll be everyone. <laughs> I'd quite like to be a Porg. That looks like a fun yeah. role. Just wah. voice it or like your head on a porg's body? <laughs> Just my head yeah. on a porg's body with like tiny little handless wings. That would be good. Um, but yeah, like so Abu was saying that because he lost out on that role, it meant that he got into Assassin's Creed. And now he's like, this is what I want to do. Like video games yeah. and video games acting is like such an incredible um, thing to dive into as an actor. And it gives yeah. you such creativity. It's and nice that he's land on his feet. Yeah. Assassin's yeah. Day. Well, well, rather than in a hay bale. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's really cool as well, because on that note, I actually, one of the games I was checking out this week was uh, Nino Kuni 2. Um, and I actually got to talk a little bit with some of the voice actors that are involved in that game. Oh, cool. And it's such a different experience for them, because they're obviously uh, taking these characters that are already written, already blocked out, the... Obviously, script is written in Japanese, yeah. recorded all in Japanese, yeah. and then brought over. So not only now are you kind of having to like adopt these characters, but also, you know, translate all of this into English, including the mannerisms, because, you know, as you know, in these games, there's always like a pretty prominent Welsh character as well. So that's not an Gaff? easy thing to do. Is it all these games? What? <laughs> um... And it's like, it just seems like such a different experience. And I think that's kind of cool is that like, we've talked about three different versions of like voice acting in video games and they're all mm. so different yeah. uh, compared to like voice acting in animation or cartoons and yeah, things like totally. that. It's crazy, isn't it? And it's crazy because it's such a long production cycle. And like, yeah. particularly in games, you've got to be so tight lipped about it because like- You've got to talk like this. You've got to, yeah, <laughs> into the You mark. can't tell anyone. But like, so think about it. Like say if you're you brought judge on- judge me of that. <laughs> I see your face. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's three years until release and you've been brought on and it's your first day and you're doing your first yeah. line. And you know that you're playing like this character in Nino Kuni or like a character in Assassin's Creed. Mm -hmm. And you can't tell anyone that you're doing it. So imagine mm. like coming home from like a day at work or like going to like a family gathering at Christmas. Oh, how's that acting stuff going, Cardi? And you're like... Who no, just no, asked them that question? Oh, no, An old shaman? <laughs> In my head, it was your gran, and then I was like, "Your gran's really cool if she's asking, if she's referring to you by your last name." <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Wouldn't <laughs> yeah, it? <laughs> that would be a bit weird. 
Party boy. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, and you can't say to them, yeah, like I'm working on this amazing franchise. You know, you have to for three Christmases in a row. Be awesome. I don't be think like, my man cares about Nino Cooney too, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> right up her street. Oh, she loves it. What sort of, um, like, what was the timeline? Did they say, like, you know, in terms of, because obviously everything would already have been recorded over in Japan. So would they yeah. listen to the Japanese characters and then they'd have to like... Theirs was, uh, I think, comparatively short because a lot of it is already written and done. Mm. And like, um, or sorry, unlike Assassin's Creed, uh, Nino Kuni 2 is a lot of it is based around cutscenes. Right. So it's not so much just reacting to the environment mm. happening. You probably don't have to record 3,000. Huh! Ah! Mm. Ah, you know those like video game generic sounds yeah they, that's really area. yeah I don't want to be the one Abu was saying as well like he had to record the kissing scenes for him and his Whoa. wife but like obviously he's just in a dark booth by himself, by himself. they don't even looking like, at a mic so he just has to make kissing get them both and do it at the same time yeah, yeah, he's right. just though. going it's like does he know that's not how you kiss Abu it's time to have the talk if you guys uh, um, were like uh, getting stabbed in a video game and you were the voice actor mm. and you're you're dead, like, can I hear like your your battle cry? Oh fuck! Come. I thought. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So every time you die, fuck. <laughs> Wait. This is us dying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna stab you now. Let's see. Oh no. This okay. Like your death noise. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. Do me. Do me. Oh, that was really good. See? Well done. Mine kind of sounded like I was throwing up, but yours sounded more like... I like Cardi's. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> you would so swearing. No, you wouldn't. Actually, you know what? I don't think I'd scream. I'd just be silent. I'd be like... Oh. <laughs> to be fair... That silent. What? You made a noise. Oh. No, but... <laughs> I think I'd just be silent. I'd go... Uh. <laughs> you know what I mean. I do know. Yeah, breathy. Noble breathy. and breathy. Like... Like last breath, sort of. Yeah, like my leaving. soul yeah. exiting my body. <laughs> exactly. To go to a better Which is place. what happens when we all die. Uh, speaking on that note, I. Um, <laughs> did you enjoy the game? Did you enjoy Nino Kuni? Nino Kuni 2. You know what? I actually really did enjoy it. I never actually got to complete uh, the first game. Neither did I. I played a good few hours, but yeah, never. F I was really enjoying it as well. Yeah. For some reason, didn't finish it. I know. I, I don't know what it was. It's the same with me. Um, They've kind of rejigged a lot of the same aspects, so it's the same. It feels like the same, um, like in-game engine, and a lot of the same mechanics are there. But things like the combat now mm. are actually really fun. So I'm a awesome. big fan of turn-based stuff, though. Really, because yeah. it really puts like me off. As well. It's nice and relaxed. I don't have to. I can actually just sit back and just take my time. I yeah. don't have to worry about constantly. Well, it's still like a lot of the the feelings of a turn-based combat game are there. Mm. So you know, you like almost like Pokemon style exploring the from the top and then you know you bump into a monster fight and it would be like combat so and then just, it goes into like persona, then. Yeah. yeah well i've never You'd played persona them. you'd enjoy that i know it's unbelievable um <laughs> but it was fun like i had a really good time playing it i think in this version uh studio ghibli are like further removed i'm not I sure they're, they're actually all involved like doing much at all no. um but it still looks incredible it's got that really like just sweet kind of Studio Ghibli cartoon mm. style to it. Uh, and some of the like the worlds and the towns you visit are just like incredible is looking. Is Mr. Drippy back? The big Mr. Drippy, Drippy is not back, but there is another little helper and he is very Welsh as well. And the, the <laughs> voice actor um, was actually Welsh as well. I met him. Oh, great. I was like, you should meet my friend Gav. He would <laughs> oh, love my gosh, you. Can you imagine? They probably know each other. They probably they do. do. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to check what time we're on and see if we have time to talk about 
You're talking about Bayonetta. Do it now. Yeah, we can. We're yeah, only on. We're only on half an hour. That's fine. Yeah, get on with it. I have been playing Bayonetta. One, one, and two. So I've never played these games, and I do kind of want to because they do look mad. There's... I'm calling this section "Witch on a Switch." You've really wanted to put that in. Didn't I you? did. I made a nice. special note. Nice. Uh, have you played it, Alicia? Uh, no, I've not. But there's someone who works at IGN in the US office that apparently looks like the lead character. She does. She um, does actually. Is yeah. It, who is it? Is it? Is it Casey? Casey. Yeah. Yes, Casey DeFritis. She's got um, the glasses. Yeah, because like she did. I think she guest hosted the Daily Fix. And yeah, like everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's Bayonetta. And now like I've looked, I can't unsee. It's crazy. I mean, very unrelated to that. She's not a witch as far as we know. She is no. not a witch. No. Um, I, cause I love Devil May Cry. I love all those games. They're some of my favorite games uh, in terms of combat and the insane storyline as well. Uh, and I never even realized that this is essentially just another Devil May Cry game, but you've got guns like duct taped to high heels. Like it is crazy stylized in like the best way possible. It's so much fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I think the the narrative is maybe a couple of years ago, I would have taken the time to get really mm. invested in it, mm. but it is so batshit crazy that it's kind of like- Is it well, well on Switch? Does it play well? Yeah, I was about to say, how's the port? Uh, it, most of it is fine. I think there's a couple uh, button allocations which are a bit awkward. Right. Okay. Like lock on to an enemy is uh, essentially like R1, but dodge is R2. So you're oh, kind of like, oh, it's kind of oh, hard really. to like do that at the same time. Yeah. I end up just not locking on a lot of the time. Right. Maybe you can customize you that. I haven't checked. Don't I don't need to. I just freestyle it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but one of the weird things about it is so I was like, I was looking up uh, just like info about the game the other day, and apparently the director said the whole theme of the game is sexiness. <laughs> Great theme. It is maybe the, the sexiest game I've ever played in my life. It's literally like, it's <laughs> like the whole thing is supposed to be just so sexy, like the way everyone walks and talks and like little sly remarks. And it's so strange. Does everyone just flirt with each other even when they're killing each non other? Non-stop, absolutely. Like, like they're thrusting like the, like the noises they make when they're like stabbed. <laughs> Unless like, and we're like, ah. Well, even like you'd be face to face with a demon and it's like kind of flirting with the demon and all this weird stuff. But it's like that. I that's... flirt with the demon daily. <laughs> <laughs> that's your autobiography, isn't it? Flirt with the demon, yep. Um, but just to have that experience on a Nintendo Switch yeah. is the weirdest thing. Like there was a cutscene where one of the characters is just full on swearing, like dropping F bombs. And it's like, it's just so strange. I know that we've got like Wolfenstein and things on Switch as well, mm. but. I was like looking at it and thinking, that's where Mario lives. Don't you say those words where Mario lives. You don't want to be getting erect on a tube. Exactly. <laughs> of, among many places. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird, but I like if you love Devil May Cry or even the Bayonetta games, it's worth picking them up because yeah. it is a lot of fun. And so it's like, one and two combined, isn't it? In one, uh, nice, it? I got a code, so I don't know. I think... Mm. Ooh. I think they released them lived. as a package, one and two together. Okay, well, there you go, Sweet. even better and then. And Freeze out later this year, is that right? Yeah. I think it's out later I don't know. Year. I'm going to take that as gospel, though. Cardi says, Bayonetta 3 confirmed. When am I, <laughs> when am I ever wrong? Headlines tomorrow. For more information on flirting with the demons, uh, Cardi's new Amazon ebook coming going out in 2018. Me up. If you want any tips on flirting with the devil, <laughs> I'm here. Well, he's um, tried and like, tested methods. Nice. Apparently, the way you beat him is uh, mirrors. I'm not trying to beat him. I'm trying to because, love him. Because he's a... <laughs> same thing, isn't it? What? 
It's it's because he's obsessed with his own reflection. So if you use mirrors, isn't that Medusa? No, she turns to stone. Yeah, uh. she's got her crazy stone eyes. Mm. And people say this podcast is all about no. just fun. You know, these are some hard. We do some stuff. serious things. He is a horny it, devil. It is interesting though um, how. Like they're porting a game like Bayonetta that has yeah. like, all the sexiness and the swearing and stuff onto Switch because I um I was in a primary school this week doing a careers talk. Wow, where is, is this going? Well, so exactly. <laughs> wait for this segue. Wait for this segue. <laughs> oh God! Um, I went. Very professionally, to a school in London to talk to them about careers, which for a start was crazy right. because is, like this is all you do now. Talk these, to kids yeah, about, about careers. careers. Apparently, so this is very much been my week. I've done two talks this week, which is crazy. You know, um, you have seven overdue projects. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we have to send out teams to schools across the my country. My career and is crashing and burning. It's funny they haven't sent me to any. <laughs> I'm the dumb Could you talk and flirt with demons every yeah. day? Yeah. Oh, well. um, but it was a weird one because, like, obviously, you're talking to these kids who are like they were aged between eight and eleven, and like they're not going to make these decisions about their career for like another ten years. Yeah. But um, I was talking to them about careers in video games and. All of the games that I was, because I was doing a bunch of research so that like when I was making my slides, I could make sure that there were like characters on screen that like they would know and that they'd recognize. And I suddenly realized how completely out of touch we are as games media with like mm. the sort of games that kids play. Because like even if you, I was looking at all like, the games that I love from last year, like Horizon Zero Dawn, like that's like a 15 or something. Like, yeah. you know, these yeah. primary school kids, like pretty much the only thing that they can play Mario. is Nintendo Switch games. Yeah. So this is my link of like, we were, a lot of my slides had um, characters that you'd find on the Switch. And whenever like, you know, Mario Odyssey was on screen and literally the kids went nuts. There was like, I talked to 400 kids and the room what? just 400? erupted. There was, a lot, there was a lot of kids in this room. And they just like, they were like, <laughs> About like Mario. Talking to each other. And like, it was Mario, I had Splatoon, I did Minecraft. Years ago, kids would have gone mad for Mario. That's crazy. Ooh, that good. was, I'm gonna tell you about a kid in a minute who was my absolute favorite on the front of Mario. But yeah, like, I think that's what's interesting about the Switch as a console because our experience of it is dramatically different from mm. the experience of like a lot of kids who yeah. are like all these ports that are coming onto it and stuff and we're really excited for. It's this whole like world that, like, I just feel like the Switch's player base is almost like divided in half because you, they can market it to kids. Yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, adults also really love it. And like, it's, it's just it's a really school interesting kids going toe to toe with Hitler, do you? No. No, not really. No. Oh, wait till they get their hands on Bayonet as well. Gee, it'll blow their not, goddamn heads not off. Not on my watch. No. There was the, the talking about this kid that was amazing. So I began the talk by saying to them, because I was like, look, if you're eight years old, you're not going to make this decision for a while about your career. So I'm not going to bother going into the in-depth detail of how mm. careers in the games industry work and like specific jobs. What I am going to do... stumble in. Well, like what I wanted to do was encourage them to start thinking more big picture about the games industry as a whole. And like, hey, you should consider making games now because you're 11 and like you can learn to code. And like by the time that you're 14, you could have some like incredible skills in games design. Mm. So my... That's insane. Which was insane. Yeah, I know. I couldn't even use like clip art perfectly when I was 19. Literally, I asked I asked this group of 400 kids who couldn't program and every single hand went That's up. Mad. What do you mean These program? Pro like program, like code. How much? Robots? <laughs> <laughs> We need to shut these kids down. Shut what are they down. teaching Turns at these mad all these schools? kids are just robots. All I'm hearing is that you went into Mate. a room with 400 little Geniuses. drones. Yeah. 
Mate, I've not even got to the best of it. So my opener was saying to them, how do you play? And my idea was um, that, because I did this talk with my boyfriend who's a games designer. And so like our opener was, how do you play? How do you have fun? They'd tell us how they play. And we'd go, because when I was younger, I really loved stories and writing. And so I've made a career out of being a video games journalist where my job is to tell new stories and stories about like, and communicate ideas. Um, And John, when he was little, he really, really loved building things. And so he's made a career out of being a games designer. So what what we were saying is like, look at the way that you like to play and the things that you love doing and you can build a career out of that. Um, And so we turn around and we say to these kids, how do you like to play? Does anyone here ever make things? And this little boy puts up his hand and he goes, yeah, I build Viking long ships. And you have to keep like your face completely straight because you're like, and he's this little chubby boy, and and, like he's like full size Viking long ships. That's one of those moments where you just go. And then, like, I'm not keeping it together if that happens. Norway. And then later on, more like Norway. Am I right? That was what I did. Oh. Oh. Later on, uh, we put we put Mario on screen and we're talking about the role of a games artist. And so we say to the kids, Mario comes on screen. The kids freak out when they've calmed down. We're like, okay, so like, what can you tell us about Mario and what he looks like? And so what we want them to say is like, well, he wears red dungarees and he has a moustache. Right. This kid puts up blue his... dungarees. Yeah, sorry, my bad. My red hat. Sorry, my I, bad. Oh, my bad. I'm not How dare I? <laughs> So this little boy puts up his hand and he goes, uh, yeah, so actually you'll find that in the 8-bit era, his look was uh, very different because his clothes were a very different color to how he is now. But of course it changed uh, when we hit the 1990s and like literally- Vikings, You just go, shut up, Viking nerd. Any real answers? <laughs> there. Yeah. And like, you know, when you look at this child, he's exactly the sort of child that you're like, adults love you. Like, I adored him. Yeah. But God, you're going to have such a hard time <laughs> at secondary wow. school. And the thing is, he'd love this new God of War, but he is no way is he 18. <laughs> no. Yeah. And he was freaking out. But yeah, these kids, like other kids said that they uh, did origami in their spare time. Others said they that they drew rain. Kauai, yeah. Viking longships. You know when you're like, all of them program, you know when you're like, I, 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 don't, I don't hang out with kids because I'm not I that age where my parents are. I can't think are. what I was doing when I was, how old were they, 10, 11? 10, 11, oh, God yeah. knows what I was I doing. certainly wasn't building Probably Viking Probably still playing Fortnite Manager. Right? I, uh, I have like like a weird parallel universe version of this where it's because a lot of the times in the summer, uh, I used to go to like a, like a summer camp when I was younger. So now that I'm older, I go back as a counselor to like look after kids oh, for lovely. like a couple of weeks. Um, but I've, it's gotten to this weird point now where I'll go and they're like, it's like these 10 year old kids being like, I've seen your YouTube videos. And I'm like, don't watch those. Oh, God. Don't watch those. <laughs> Please don't watch those. Do as I say, not as I do. Uh, don't repeat anything <laughs> that I've said on those don't shows. Don't do as you do either. Because it's prepare to try, you know, and that's a pretty, yeah, pretty X rated. Some X-rated content. I do love it how occasionally every now and again, like an email goes out from IGN HQ and it's about like swearing and stuff and videos. And it's like, yeah. okay guys, make sure that like profanities are like on the DL and like all this kind of stuff. And we just suddenly realize that's just generally to the company and like no one ever picks up prepare to try. And it's, it's like this like, unwritten. It's like the bleep. naughty child at the back of the class. That's, that's half the job bleeping out their words when they're doing that. It's a long edit. <laughs> like I, we literally had a meeting the other day, me, Dan and Gav, to talk about whether we should cut mentioning uh, a gangbang out of one of the recent episodes. And we ruled to keep it in that as well, so we are unstoppable. And you were all away, I had to slack you because I was cutting this one. I was like, uh, am I leaving the bit about the gangbang in? <laughs> <laughs> it was a consensual fun gangbang, it was fine. Feedback. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> um, I'm first up. All right. I've got one from Tommy Sola. Sola Zola, not Gianfranco, it's with an S. It says, hi. i got to say, I love your ranting about games and movies. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <I've>... <laughs> Dramatic pause there. Getting some breath in. I've been listening to you guys for a while now, and something caught my mind enough to write in. Here we go. Get into it. Please talk more about games that isn't involving football or football manager. Oh. Games are total sim on managing your teams and such, and doesn't give a regular game as enough stimulation as normal games does. I could almost compare that game to Farm Simulator, where actually driving an interactive tractor is... Get the spelling right. It's more stimulating than managing weird player on big field with less action... The numbers hovering in RNG, something to be RPG, maybe? I don't know. Oh, I'm going to have to hold you back. You are going I on don't hate football. I'm a Mank fan myself. Unlucky. Well, not unlucky. Your team's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd rather see him on telly or live and definitely not listen to people rant about manager game Ooh. on a podcast. <gasps> this, will be the, this will be the only negative thing I can say about the podcast. Oh, that's nice. Elise. Besides all the mad rantings you have on the podcast, I freaking love it. Uh, well, I'm not talking about football manager anymore, so that's not. I'd actually oh, think we wouldn't have talked about football manager on this podcast had he not written in to ask us to exactly. stop talking so, about football you know. manager. So anyone who lost you, that segment, I'm sorry, it's gone. Oh, everyone write in and tell Cardi how much you love the football manager. You don't need to tell me that. You don't need to. You're saying that. that, but you're crying now, so I can see. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry we can't please everyone, Tommy, but... That's life. That's, uh, you know, the you world of entertainment. Um, I have an email here from Jack Milburn. He says, hello, IGN UK. With the Royal Rumble just being, I was just wondering who your favorite wrestlers are at the moment. We need uh, Dale on this podcast. <laughs> It does not have to be WWE. find it funny that none of us like wrestling. Jax is um, Finn Balor, I think it is. Not oh, sure he's, why. He's the, is he the Irish guy, Finn he Balor? He is. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. He's, he's, actually, he's one of the only ones I know. So mm. there we go. I actually, um, uh, Kurt Angle was always my favorite wrestler. Yeah. Um, he was my favorite when I was growing up. And I was amazed to hear that he's still wrestling to this day, which is incredible. Although I think he's taken a much more like further back role. Right. But then there's someone, uh, we went to go watch the WWE live at, where was you that? Too London? That, didn't you? Yeah. Do you remember that, Alicia? Where was that? Yes, that we was did. In, uh, uh, Wembley? No, Wembley. That was so much fun. No, it wasn't Wembley. Was it Wembley? It was. It was the SSE Arena. Or no. Wembley Arena. The Wembley Arena. Yeah. That's the one. Um, and it was so good it was so good my favorite though at the minute just because uh dale and gav introduced me to his theme song is oh god wait i need to look it up i have it on spotify it oh. is you know because you know how wrestlers have like intro songs yeah. it's mad isn't it? i've never really been into wrestling i do know finn Balor though and i'm gonna say he's my favorite because he's also a spurs fan no so, I mean, that, know, that's, that's a, a good reason. reason that's a good reason i uh i my favourite's probably Sasha Banks, just because... I say Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new role. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, no, just because um, the first time I saw her was in the documentary, uh, I think Channel 4 might have done it, on the very first women's Hell in a Cell match. And it was like the lead up to uh, her um, as she trained and stuff. And she just seemed like one of the nicest women ever. And like, she was so yeah. passionate about wrestling. And like, and then you like see her actually go into like Hell in a Cell and she's like, she's talking about how she's grown up like watching this and how this is a huge moment for like women's wrestling. And then she just pummels this. <laughs> and you're like, this really sweet, lovely Aww. lady is just like, ah! <laughs> I would love to get more into wrestling. Honestly, it's oh, like, the time. it's so much, it just looks so much fun. And it's such a 
fun thing to be into mm. you know like the showmanship of it and the competitions Same. And it just like, looks great like I've I, I, I don't really watch wrestling and the only times that I've done so are when like, we did that live, when we went and saw that live wrestling match yeah. mentioned and a couple of years ago. And like whenever I've been, I've just been like, this is so much fun. This is amazing. It's amazing, right? It's like I just a point out you've got this song in your workout playlist. Yeah, well, this is what I'm going to say. <laughs> if you like working out, you need to listen to the WWE intro song of Bobby Roode. <laughs> Called Glorious Domination. Oh what? Holy Glorious shit. Domination. Play, yeah, it is. Play, yeah. Do you want me to play it? Okay, wait, play hold it. on. Don't get a copyright strike. This is good. You know, kind of ominous start. Okay. And then. I'm ready. <laughs> Gav and Dale showed me this, and it, I put it on my workout playlist. And it is literally the best song in the world. I'm for just imagining you doing bicep curls, sweat dripping down your face to glorious. It's just screaming, screaming. <laughs> screaming I'm, I'm glorious in a full domination. leotard as well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so That's because of that song, uh, Bobby Roode's one of my favorite songs. Bobby Roode. Well. Well, mm -hmm. How did he come up with that? <laughs> Heard it here first. All right. Feedback from Michael Van Antwerp, who says, Dear IGN tricksters, pranksters, and video game prophets. Ooh, that's good, that, isn't it? I mean, one of those is right. <laughs> Are we <laughs> pranksters? <laughs> tricksters? Uh, prophets? Know. Who knows? <laughs> On last week's podcast, Simon mentioned about a Photoshop job he did with the misinformation that Red Dead Redemption 2 was being delayed due to the addition of it's a Battle tweet. Royale mode. Mm -hmm. While right. surfing the nets, I happened upon several articles reporting that Rockstar is actually hinting at a Battle Royale mode for said game. I did break uh, the news. did break the news. Well... Michael Van Antwerp says that I was shocked right out of my chair. Oh, well, that's, I know. Why wouldn't you be? Was it a mere coincidence? Or is Simon some kind of red dead clairvoyant? Suddenly the video game profit thing is making I sense. I am some sort of cowboy Sufi mystic. A cowboy psychic. Oh my God. Just end the podcast now. I don't think we can top that. Um, is it true that anything you Photoshop comes to fruition? Yeah, so watch out. <laughs> oh. I'm going to put you on top of a snake. Oh, oh, well, uh, he wants to know. This leaves me. <laughs> I don't know why that came to mind. You're look, a snake. If I look over today and I see my head on a fucking snake, if that's the podcast artwork for this week, I'm going to be livid, Cardi. Don't you you're dare gonna, turn oh, me into a you're snake. You're going to wake up shedding your skin tomorrow. <laughs> Imagine me waking up, looking down. Ah, shit, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Snake body. Oh, like, great. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> well, this leaves Michael Van Antwerp to wonder, what else does Simon know? Question mark. Well, what do you want to know? <laughs> um, are you going to turn Rory into a snake? Probably not. No, he's a nice okay. guy. Oh, thanks, man. What about the opposite and like giving me some stuff? Like, mm. what do you like, want? <laughs> like, um, uh, what are those mythological creatures? Like half horse, half centaurs. Centaurs. Can you turn me into one of those? What do you actually want to be a centaur? Maybe that would be really. I can run faster. Oh, but that'd be difficult on the underground. Well, can you I imagine know. rush hour trying to squeeze. I don't need to go on the underground. Line. I can run. I know what the podcast horse, thumb's going to be. It's going to be your face on a centaur, well, on a horse even. Then Alicia's the snake. But, uh, I will I do that? Someone's got to get snaked. Snake do you know what? Yourself, I don't have Cardi. the time for any Photoshop jobs. It's not happening. You've lost it. You got greedy. <laughs> Bloody hell. You got <laughs> too close to the sun on that one. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, that um, was fun. What are your predictions then, Clairvoyant Cardi, for this for year? This year? In video games. In video games yeah. in general. In, Glad we narrowed general, that down. In video games. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't know what I see coming. <laughs> 
Um, I think Red Dead Redemption is going to come out. Okay. And Very it's going to be absolutely brilliant. Oh. Okay. Oh, heard it here first, guys. Yep. Heard it here first. <laughs> there we go. So you uh, know who to cite when it drops. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it now just sounds like I'm getting paid off. I'm not. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> um, what else is going to happen? A new football manager will be released. Oh. We can't talk about that, though. So no, move on. No, that's over. Uh, and Third and final thing. I am going to say that... Oh, what's it going to be? It's a tough one, isn't it? That Animal Crossing for the Switch will be released this year. That's why. Now that's actually a ballsy call. There we go. That's good. We'll I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping that comes true. I don't know why. That, I've never played an Animal Crossing game. I don't know why that came to Ooh, mind. Oh, you are going to love it. It yeah. is great. It good is stuff. like the cup of tea of video games. What? Like just soothing <laughs> and nice. And you can never have enough of it. I don't oh. like tea. Oh, shit. What? Well, I like Animal Crossing. That's no, the big question. evidently not. <laughs> He'll probably hate it. Oh, oh. Uh, that was the IGN UK podcast. Thank you so much That's for tuning one. in, and we will be back next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.